Hello and welcome to 73 and Sunny, the podcast about the journey of getting things just right. We talk to tech sales and marketing leaders about how they're growing, dialing in best practices, and getting closer to that sweet spot. Today, we're happy to have Jack Markham join us, Senior Director of Performance Marketing and Business Strategy at Red Ventures, working with huge brands such as Bankrate, CNET, The Points Guy, CreditCards.com, Lonely Planet, and others. Jack, thanks so much for joining us today. Yes, thanks for, thanks for having me, Damien. Excited to be here. Uh, Let's let's start off with with Red Ventures and Bankrate, and uh, you know all the different uh, portfolio companies that you're working with today. So maybe if people aren't as familiar with uh, with Red Ventures, maybe you can kind of help help people understand the the relationship between Red Ventures and these these great brands that people typically know of and, and deal with on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely. So so Red Ventures is is the parent company. I've I've been with the the Red Ventures. Uh, broader company for for eight years now have worked on a variety of our different brands uh, we have some strategic partnerships that that we work really closely with uh on for for some brands and then uh, for some larger brands and then we have over the years acquired companies and now operate a, a large set of owned and operated brands that that users may be more familiar with in terms of those brand names that they interact with on a day-to-day basis i think you named a lot of them upfront and uh, Red Ventures really is is a place where you can share learnings across these brands. They operate in a lot of different industries and typically we focused on getting into industries where we feel we can help within the, the digital ecosystem and, and are really in places that are focused on important life decisions. And, and, and so we really approach our work really meaningfully in a way that you know we're, we're trying to make sure we're doing what's best by our customers and for our partners as well knowing that these are all all really considered purchases within within a lot of the brands that we work in. Awesome. Uh, well, I appreciate that. And, and what you were just saying right there about uh, helping people making huge life decisions, uh, nothing is is bigger uh, for most people than buying a house. And, and you know, Bankrate helps with that. And credit cards, when I was in college, uh, you know, I didn't have a bank rate that was in the, uh, in the 90s. So I just... Uh, uh, bought a credit card that was uh, outside the cafeteria uh, during welcome weekend. So I, I wish I had bank rate back then, but um, that's a pretty lofty uh, responsibility there, right? To be able to, to help people make uh, life's most important decisions. How, how does that affect you in terms of your job with uh, business strategy and performance marketing? Yeah, absolutely. I think on, on, Bankrate and and a lot of our other brands, we we have a heavy SEO presence, and and to win in the SEO space, uh, you you need to have high authority, really high quality content that the user can trust. And so, as we look at our strategy and and what's important to us, you know, a, a lot comes back to that and making sure that we're doing right by the customer and providing the best information that we can and providing them with all of the. The data and and information they need to to make these decisions, and and believe that helps us win in in the long run. If we we go through that approach, we work similarly with our our partners. I think you have the the performance marketing side of things where uh, we we operate in some other channels, but but it all comes back to a lot of that true organic content that is consumer first, um, and then being really upfront about. Uh, how you know what what our goals are and and the the quality of our audience with our partners as well, 
to that, it, it's a it's a really good relationship across, you know, Red Ventures brands, our our partners, and then our end consumers as well. Totally agree with that, and I think that as uh, as regulations start creeping in uh, more and more to any and all of of how we're browsing, how we are communicating, how we're reaching out to people, that that having that quality content and or and organic content, as you said, is is going to be more much more important to be able to to have that inbound instead of that that outbound, which has now become a lot more difficult to do regulatory wise. So um, what are some of the lessons that you've learned in terms of building up some of these these brands and, and uh, working with a lot of these uh, advertisers in terms of uh, best practices or what you would maybe give advice to to people who are just starting out in, in performance marketing? Yeah, I think the... Um... It, it depends, right? A lot of it can be business specific and it can be industry specific as, as well. You know, if we, we hone in on, on bank rate, uh, I think it's a couple of things. If, you, if you're looking towards the, the consumer, it's, it's trying to put yourself in their shoes and say, if I was in this position, if I was looking for a mortgage, if I was looking for a credit card, what are the things that one, I would be looking for if I was in, in that uh, position? And two, what are the things that, knowing what I know, being in the industry, uh, I, I didn't know what I was be, I would be looking for, but but now that I do, I, I think is important for for them to have access to when when making that decision. Those those things that you learn when you're in the industry that uh, you didn't know what to ask uh, when when you're in the user perspective of it. I know as I've come into the mortgage industry, I've learned uh, plenty of things around around how that process works compared to when. I got my personal mortgage three years ago. So um, I, I think it's being able to put that user first and, and create an experience that's uh, designed in a way and, and has the right authoritative content that, that is going to be really helpful for the user. And, and, and that helps you win. And then I think on the, the, the partner side, um, you know, you, you want to create a, a win-win relationship, right? I, I think it's, it's easy to get caught up in in uh, numbers and metrics and and see what what works well for for you, um, but but in it, in order to to really create that that long term growth, it's uh, again putting yourself in in your partner shoes and and saying like, hey, is is this a strategy that we're employing that really is a, a win win for both and we can grow together? Yeah, and, and it's a great point. It's like it's the metric. Because you have performed, you know, your your job is performance marketing and business strategy. Obviously, you want everyone to succeed business-wise. But your your first point was, hey, we need to make content. We need to make this experience relevant and helpful for the consumer themselves, or else no one's no one's going to be looking at these anyway, right? And so how do you get that balance? Because gosh, we, you know, we would love to 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 have, you know, so many more advertising, you know, on this page or something, but and just looking at bank rate, looking at others, like it is so content heavy. Like, how do you how do you manage that, or what's your thinking around you know, uh, driving for metrics versus being helpful for the the visitor or the consumer? Yeah, I think it's uh, to to me, you, yeah, I, I guess for adventures in general is a place where where we're we're always testing heavily. And, and so there's, there's things that you can do within testing that the, the users will tell you through some of those metrics at times as well. If, if you're putting in, say, an extra monetization unit 
and no one's interacting with it and people are scrolling past it, you can you can delve into some of those numbers and understand, hey, this wasn't a useful for full exercise for our users. Like they're they're scrolling right past it, they're not engaging with it. Um, so there's there's a component of that, but ultimately, you know, it, it comes back to uh, you'll you'll always find yourself sometimes in in those situations where it's on the brink and it's not a clear cut answer and you know, we, we default towards what we would want as a user. Uh, and, and so I think having that, that tiebreaker that, that brings you back to, Hey, here's, here's what I would be looking for. If I was on the page is a helpful way to say, Hey, if, if this isn't a clear, our users are telling us that this is helpful and in a great place for them, then, you know, we, we can continue to iterate and, and look back towards creating that ideal experience. Yeah. That, uh, it reminds me of a, a guest we had on 73 and Sunny earlier, Scott Lease, who said that uh, business processes are are living, breathing entities, right? You're you're constantly having to change that. Um, one, do you agree with that perspective? And uh, and if so, how do you keep up with it? Like you were talking about A/B testing, but you know you're talking about millions of visitors. Is this just having the right tools in place and, and, and knowing where you want to get to ahead of time. Like, how do you, uh, how do you keep up with this, this living, uh, you know, changing organism? Yeah, I, I think it's having the, the, the right people with a, a curiosity to, to want to stay ahead of the game and, and figure out what's going to, going to work best, you know, with, if you go back to to the people, right, then then if they're naturally inquisitive and, and asking these questions, I think that's the best way to to be able to keep up with with it. You know, all of all, of, as you mentioned, every industry that Red Ventures works in uh, is is always rapidly evolving and, and changing, whether that be from a regulatory perspective, whether that be from a, um, you know, consumer in, intent or what matters to people per perspective like that. All of those things continue to evolve, and so if you have the right people that are asking the right questions, uh, you know you're able to build those solutions, whether it be via technology or, or other, that that helps you uh, better serve the, the right experience to the right user. And it's not always going to be a one size fits all answer as well. And so making sure that you're you're doing the analysis on on the back end, understand, hey, this this segment of people is really interested in in this type of experience versus. Uh, this other segment of, of users that is more interested in in researching right now or, or something along those lines like it you know you, you just have to have those inquisitive people that are asking the right questions jack i could not agree more i think a curiosity what you had mentioned is to me one of the most underrated qualities of any business person because i think for so for so long and and so often we're given data we're given information we're, we're given a task and we just go do it it's just a equals b and that's it then we're done but i i don't think that we question things enough that that we're curious or well why are we doing it this way because there could be a better way to actually come to that same conclusion so i'm glad that uh, that you and red ventures are uh, are, are using that as a uh, differentiator so i think that's that's great and i do also think that curiosity has been driving um, what what Forbes calls is it, or Forbes said fifty percent of a sales cycle is done before anyone even goes on a website or before they actually talk to a salesperson. Serious decisions, serious decision says it's about 
67%. I've also seen some other ones that are even higher than that, that people are doing, are curious, innately curious. And so they want to be able to do all this uh, on their own. And, and I think, uh, you know, bank rate and CNET and, and, and the points guy there, uh, these are uh, formats for people to to explore that and to be able to to have that percentage go even higher in your estimation are are we at the top are we are we there are we as you know as automated or as maybe isolated from uh you know from the buyer as as possible where they're doing all their their own uh, investigation without any help from you know kind of the sales side yeah i think for for me that one really uh can can be dependent on the industry and and the brand and yeah can certainly can certainly vary user user to user i think you know with with a lot of these brands that we have at red ventures they're they're very considered purchases where we drive a lot of our volume is through you know the the organic search engines and at that point if you're searching for what are the top mortgage rates right now? You, you're probably pretty far down the funnel and and have done a lot of research and are are ready to make a decision. And so, it, it's there's definitely a large portion that will always be be that. And hey, how do we get someone from from point A to point B in in the most efficient way possible and and help ease the process of some of these complex decisions? But I, but I don't think it it means we can't be doing continue to do more and and build up what, how we help, uh, you know, it, it interrupt that decision-making process so that they have that better information upfront earlier. You know, we, we do that through organic content. We can target certain keywords, uh, that people are in that research phase so that they become familiar with our brand and trust our brand with, with the, those authoritative signals. Uh, we can create products that, that help someone in, in the space and better nurture that journey. And so, uh, you know, there's there's a, a part in sort of the digital and, and sales world that you're you're not going to be able to get in every step of that journey, but you can start to build trust over time so that when when it does come that decision making time, they they know where they want to go because they they've trusted you in the past. Uh, I would agree. I, I do think that there is uh, more that we could be doing, especially with what you were saying with, hey, if we're curious, we can find these answers as to what the consumers or what the visitors would want. I also think that there's a technological advance that will be helping consumers drive up that you know, self-sustained um, education. And I, I think that's AI. And I, I'd love to get your perspective, Jack, on how you think AI will change or, or has it already changed the, uh, the the buying journey, how it is changing or will be helping performance marketing? Uh, I'd love to get, get your perspective on what you're seeing with AI. Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, AI is, is, is definitely in the, the first, second inning uh, of, of what we'll see in the future. And you know the, the, those that are able to to help understand how you can make it more efficient for for your industry are are definitely going to have an advantage and and that's something at Red Ventures that we're we're really passionate about is you know helping helping that journey along and and we we certainly believe that AI is going to be a way that gets us there now how that actually comes to fruition industry to industry is going to be very different there are some that are are more uh, digital heavy industries there are some that are are more 
um, consider, you know, considered purchases as we've been talking about, but the, the length of that can go, you know, a, a, a good ways from a, a credit card to buying a house, both considered purchases, uh, some take a little bit longer than others. And, and so I think, you know, it, it's certainly going to be a, a focus for us and it will, it will change how consumers interact, what forums you need to, uh, be, uh, you know, in and, and very strong with your, your marketing approach. Uh, it'll, it'll change the, the data signals that are, are helpful. So, um, you know, I, I, I wish I had a better answer of exactly where, what's going to win where in, in, in every industry. Uh, if I, if I did, you know, we, we, uh, well, I wouldn't say we, yeah. we'd be there because it, it, these things take time, but, um, I, I don't think there's, there's a, a belief that it's not going to meaningfully change how, how users are going through all of these purchase cycles across all of these different industries we've discussed. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it, it's a good point. Like, I don't think any of us really know. I'm, I'm, I'm always just curious as we talked about as to what people's perspective are in turned in terms of where AI is going to be going, because I, I, I think we just, we discovered fire. It's someone, I, I took this from someone else, but we, we've, we've discovered fire and we have no idea what fire could do, right? It could, yeah. you know, cook our meat for us. It could, you know, help us stay warm, but it could also burn down the village. You know, it, there's, there's so many different, there's a, just a huge spectrum, uh, there. And I, and I'm also thinking back to my history when I, I was, uh, I actually worked at Cisco systems, uh, at, at the, uh, the, the, the turn of the, the century and, uh, John Chambers had said, Hey, I just bought my car online and people were blown away. I remember it was a red Jaguar and, and people were just what, like they couldn't imagine being able to make those decisions online without the help of, you know, walking around a, a you know, car lot and, and having someone talk to you about it and doing all that research. But, uh, you know, red ventures and, and bank rating and, and everyone is, uh, is making so much more possible, uh, through, through all of this education. So, uh, and it goes back to what we were talking about before, you know, really helping people make life's most uh, important decisions. Yeah, I think I think it it you know there there's for a while right this preconceived notion of of AI and and the thing that first pops into your mind when you hear the term AI is is very different than where every single use case of where you'll see it in the future. Right there there are uh, you know forms of AI that will be more about operational efficiencies and, and making your, your business more efficient. There are forms of, of AI that'll be more user-facing. There, there are a variety of different ways that, that it will be able to help businesses. Yeah. And what, what, what advice would you give to people who are, who are looking at either, uh, you know, implementing some of these strategies, um, you know, but for, uh, for borrower engagement, you know, and, and for, uh, you know, for advertising or for bar, whatever it might be, what are, what are some of your pieces or your nuggets of, of wisdom that you'd like to pass on to, to other people? Yeah, I think, um, are you looking specifically at the, the mortgages space for, for now? Yeah. Let, let's, let's start with the mortgage space. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I guess outside in all spaces, definitely in the mortgage space, I think a, a multi-channel approach is going to be really critical, uh, People interact with with different forums in in different ways and respond more to text or to to email or or to call and and I think being able to have a, a sound strategy where where you're able to to reach these people in in 
and meet them where they are versus trying to have them meet you where you are is is going to be really important to to be able to to nurture that i think in in mortgages you compare to to 3 years ago where you know more more people than not that were calling in were trying to refinance their mortgage and that can happen right then and there the the purchase journey is a lot more complex and and a lot longer and so when we're now in a place where not as many people are are refining and and more people that are inquiring about a mortgage are are in that purchase cycle uh some of them might be ready to to go right away uh, a, a lot of them are could be really quality users that uh, you know just aren't quite at that stage in in their process and so being able to to use that multi-channel approach and being able to nurture those those users in the right way uh, i think is really critical in the mortgage space right now um just given where where the industry is at and I think you said something really important about meeting people where they are, right? Uh, because uh, especially if you're going to have younger buyers, uh, you had said, you know, texting, email, phone call, uh, the younger buyers, uh, I know my four kids, uh, they only want to text, right? And so uh, they, they don't want to be picking up the phone. And so it really is uh, meeting them where they are and whether that is, uh, you know, through social content or through uh, helpful websites uh, such as CNET or, or Bankrate or the Points Guy. If, um, I know my daughter just was looking at uh, you know what credit card to get, and and she was doing a ton of research on you know which which credit cards to get, you know, using Bankrate and others. But um, what what would you feel is 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 most important to uh, to be attracting the people? Is it is it the omni-channel approach and just hope that one of them will work? And as we were talking about doing that A/B testing and uh, because this is such a you know a living breathing entity uh is it is it more on the uh the content side to be able to 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 get people is it is it just mean where they are is it something like a guerrilla marketing like what are but you know what have you found uh that have been like real game changers in terms of hey this is the most important thing that that we should focus on or maybe is it that omni-channel approach yeah i i think it, when it when it comes to that um you know, top top of funnel marketing in, in particular. To me, it, it depends on the company and it's about finding what, what you do really well and where you think you have a competitive advantage. Uh, the the kind of guerrilla marketing approach and try and see see what sticks will will lead to some things and, and maybe some things are working better for, for you than others. Um, but understanding the the product that that you're offering and and how you're differentiating yourself in the market can then help lead you to uh, what what channels, what forums are, are going to make the most sense for you. I think, you know, if you take the the credit card world, for example, uh, where where you're going to find users that want to get a travel credit card to go on their next big trip is going to be very different than where you might find someone that is, is looking for a 0% APR card because they just uh, purchased, uh, you know, new windows in their house and need to put it, put that on a credit card where they're not going to accrue interest for a while. Uh, so, so using, using that as an example, I think it's about what is, what is your product and, and what are you good at? And and then how do you find the right channels to, to do that? And for, for bank rate, we, we do, uh, you know, we, we have a, a lot of great experts and people in house that can do a lot of these different things. Um, but, but we really default back to that, that user first content approach. Um, and, and although we do other things, that's, that's kind of our, our MO. Um, but I think that can be different for, for different people based on how they understand their, their product and, and where they have expertise. 
I think it, it so often comes down to those differentiators that you talked about that, you know, hey, someone is just looking for something with zero APR. Someone is looking, hey, I'm going to take a big trip. I need international, you know, travel or whatever it might be or points for, you know, eating out. I remember my first uh, credit card. I thought my biggest expense seen, uh, freshman year in college was uh, was gas. And so I, I bought a, uh, a a gas card and I didn't realize how few gas stations uh, of that brand were around me. So it, it wasn't very helpful, but uh, I think we're always looking for those differentiators. Uh, but I think it's becoming a, a little bit more uh, difficult to uh, to shout that out, you know, because there's so much, there's so much content, there's so much uh, information uh, around here uh, in, in terms of, hey, it, and it's almost like a me too, like a more, oh, me too, we have this, or we have, uh, you know, this rate, or me too, uh, you know, we had these perks or, you know, we have, uh, you know, $25 off, you know, your, um, uh, your, your meals or, you know, whatever it, it might be. Um, you, you can get into this lounge. Me too. You can do this. Me too. Um, what have you found in terms of your experience, uh, has, has been, uh, a, an effective approach to, to illustrate those, those differentiators in a crowded market? I mean, is there, is there any advice or anything that, that you found that has, has really worked in terms of really showcasing those differentiators? Yeah. I, I, and you're looking more from the, the, uh, you know, lender bank kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Business. Yeah. And then maybe how you do that with, within advertising and, or how you do that, you know, maybe, maybe it is the placement, maybe it is the con, you know, the copy, maybe it is, you know, other areas, but how, how would you, you know, knowing your experience, how, how would you say that it would be the best or, or some, some lessons, uh, to be able to get the best results, to be able to, to share those differentiated values? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, there, there, there's a lot of testing that you can do in terms of what headlines are going to work best. What, you know, if you have a, in a, in a marketplace, a, a flag, and you only can say so much in it of, of, of what makes you different. I think, the, the main thing that comes to mind for, for me is making sure that what, what the consumer is seeing doesn't have three asterisks below it of, of where it comes, you know, where, where that value is then being taken out elsewhere. Right. Right. I, I think the, the biggest issue, especially if you're in, say, like a, a paid marketplace where you're spending dollars and, and clicks and spending money to get people to come read more about this product in, in places the, the places that you find the most difficulty is is people that might have that good value prop and that one liner that's really attractive. And then when people read further into the product, they're they're seeing that, uh, hey, like this this extra hundred dollars they're giving me is being taken out here, here and here. Um, and, and so I think that the more you can explain and and be upfront about the value that you're providing and and uh, the, the details of it. Which, granted, in the financial services space, can be can be difficult to do. Uh -huh. How complex a lot of these products can get, um, but but the more you can do that and create that value proposition without the asterisks, I think, is is where we find a lot of people that that can win and and carry that conversion through the funnel versus just driving clicks. Yeah. And, and it sounds like it's the message, right? It's the message first that that can be that that game changer. And I think that that goes full circle to what we were talking about before is kind of the message of Red Ventures is helping people make life's most important decisions. And it, and it goes to what I was looking at, the, the Red Ventures CEO, Rick Elias, 
was actually uh, had had a great story. He has a, a TED talk. Uh, people should check it out. Uh, but he was on the plane that was uh, the miracle on the Hudson with Captain Sully, and uh, and and they went uh, it, you know, had to land on the the Hudson River, and uh, he survived obviously. And uh, uh, but that changed him, uh, and that that made him. And I think that I I, I see that in the messaging in in the Red Ventures portfolio in terms of all the messaging that you have in terms of your belief, like you believe to, to make every second count and winning, winning the right way uh, and being the change we can see in the world. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to understand you, Jack, have you had one of those aha moments or those life-changing moments that, that has really made you shift in terms of, uh, you know, how you perceive either work, life, others? Yeah, I think, uh, it might not be necessarily like one specific aha moment, but you, you, you start your career and you get into the, the working world and, and you, uh, you know, your, your focus is on doing as well as you can and, and setting yourself apart and proving, improving what you can do. I think what's nice about Red Ventures, if you pick out, you know, one of, one of those belief statements in, in terms of, uh, you know, leaving the wood pile higher, we, we, gotten very involved and done a lot of, of nonprofit work that, that the company has started. And I've been fortunate enough to, to be involved in a, a few of those different programs over the years. And, and so while I wasn't one specific moment, I think it's uh, getting involved in, in things outside of work that, that, you know, really, really change your view on, um, on, on, you know, what can be important and, and what you want to be known for at, at work as well. And so, you know, having having had some of those experiences and working with some of those nonprofits that that Red Ventures has started, I think, is, is just a good reminder that there are there are other people on the end of uh, all of these websites that we have. There are there are real people that are are making these important decisions that that we come back to. Um, and and for me, I think you know being able to get outside of it on on, on the other side of the computer, in a sense, uh, ha- has always helped bring me back to to you know, what, what's important and how we want to operate the business. I, I, I love that because it's, it's then not just copy on a web page, right? It is actually people going out and doing it. And I know, I think that you're probably referring to road to hire, which is a, a mentorship and skills training program that, mm-hmm. uh, that connects under, un, under-resourced young adults uh, from marginalized communities uh, with on-ramps to careers through training, college, and mentorship. So it's great to, to know that uh, Red Ventures is not just saying these things and putting copy on a website, but actually uh, following through with that, which, as you said, really gets you to that sweet spot, which is really what uh, we wanted to talk to you about today, Jack. So thank you very much for your time, your insights, and your education, and uh, look forward to to speaking to you again soon. Awesome. Thank you very much. Appreciate the time, Damien. Thanks, Jack. <laughs>